Hey, welcome back. This is Nate from Central District with my good friend Kent, and we're going to start with part two of the uh, State of the Industry. All right, for model year 2020, uh, let's say company, they're going to cut those bikes on like two, if not three purchase orders, depending on the volume they order them on. Okay, so the 2020s, you're talking about the bikes this, this current year. So the first part of that would have been in like August of last year would have been the first delivery. Okay, yep. And so then usually typically you, you, the bike company would take their next purchase order like March, February, and then sometimes the third one, May, June, and then you bump into July, August for what would be 2021. So what companies did was just cancel purchase orders because the supply chain was running two to three months behind. So they, so they canceled the first two purchase orders. They canceled the let. They would say they would have canceled three, two, okay. and three, and maybe only brought in purchase order one. Okay, gotcha. Based on, well, these are going to be delayed by three months, and now we're just going to be bumping right into our 2021, creating the ultimate closeout. Okay, gotcha. So Deal. the last of the shipments. Um, so, like in Kona's case, the last bikes they physically took were in February. And they were able to feed dealers strong up until about mid-May. And then it, it's, for all intents and purposes, Kona's out of bikes. Okay. They have some models that didn't do as well, so they're selling those and... Um, but now what we're hearing is so 2021 normally would those bikes would have become available f for delivery to our shop, say in August. Yeah, like August, September when the now new Now that's going to move up to more of a July, August scenario. Okay. And what's really going to happen and what's going to be really... Wait, so it's going to move earlier than normal? It's going to be okay. a little earlier than normal and it's going to phase in over time. Okay. Um. So what I suspect to see is like the first wave in will be like the sub 1000 hardtails. Okay. Sub $1,000 hardtails will probably be the first in probably because there wasn't much model change other than color or something like that. And really mostly the frame and spec is the same, pretty much the same where the big innovation this year is going to be SRAM GX Shimano Dior 12. I mean, there's going to be some cool things that are mm -hmm. out there and those affect bikes above the 3000. Yeah, Price like the, the new GX extended range and the yeah. DR12. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, and um, so what we're going to see, like, say, in July, end of July, is we'll be able, like, a hot bike for us is the Mahuna. It hits the $899 price point. And um, it's something that we would sell a lot of. And we weren't able to this year. We sold what we had, they've been out of stock early. So I would expect, I mean, I, this is spec, this, here's my crystal ball part. I've been told that we'll be able to start maybe getting some bikes in July. Okay. So my, my crystal ball tells me it's probably that sub 1000 category, sub $1,000 category. And then all the other stuff will phase in right after that. So what's not being said is the consumer has been trained to think that there's going to be fall sales. Guess what's not happening this year? There's not going to be that second wave of 2021s before Yeah, next and there's not going to be closeout 2020. Okay, models. so so there won't be there won't be sales this year. There won't year. be the same kind of deals that you could find. 
dealers are low on stocks. So they're not trying to, at least you, you're, you're this yeah. way. I don't know if it's the way with a lot of other shops. There might be some that have warehouses full of bikes. and. Yep. And, you know, like they have old old stock and they've been able to get rid of it. Um, and, I mean, it, the tipping thing is like nobody ever knows what QBP's got going on with their brands and how overstocked they might be. Um, or how they're ordering works. Or how they're ordering or things like that because they seem to have run contrary to the whole industry. But... Um, I think if you're the consumer and you're looking for 2020 bikes to be on closeout this fall, you're in sad shape. Those bikes don't exist. They're already sold. Well, I mean, sure, they're sold, but if there are new bikes coming in that are like 1200 bucks, and you're trying to get into an $1,800 bike now, the new bikes coming in at 1200 bucks are specced a lot nicer than oh, yeah. two years old $1,800 bike was. By far. There's... They just There's won't be on more, sale. Yeah, they'll they'll just be normal price. You know, um, but yeah, the closeout sales and things like that, end of year closeout sale, okay, aren't happening this year. All right, that's that's a little different than what I was thinking. I was thinking you were going to say something along the lines of, "We're not getting any new bikes until September." If you're getting more bikes into July and August, that's uh, that's actually really really good because you can't get those bikes at this range right now. Correct, and like then, almost at all, even and, on the used market. And then some of the like. You know, our, um, another brand we do well with is Ibis, and um, there is no low end with that brand. It starts at 3000 and it's full suspension. Carbon. I, you could build up a yeah. carbon, but there's no, they don't have a steel or an aluminum frame hardtail. And um, they're operating out of Santa Cruz, and so their restrictions were very close to, similar to what was going on in Michigan. Um Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they were three to four weeks out on an order. Okay. So they have inventory. They just couldn't get the orders put together. Okay. Now they're starting to, to close that gap. Um, now they're starting to feel the inventory issue. Okay. So now, like, they have frames, but they're missing parts. So they don't have the complete spec. They don't have the complete spec anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing that even I'm running to in repairs is currently if if you have like an 11 or 12 speed gear bike you're fine there's plenty of parts out there yeah you got like a nine you want those trail you want those trail slc brakes they're out there okay you want a a basic shimano two piston brake hydraulic brake right the the cheapies out of stock until september yeah um i've been looking for a shimano free hub for an, an older uh, you know, a cassette carrier on it for an older Shimano hub. Yeah. I, they're just not available until August. Okay. And it's hard to tell customers, like, uh, I really would love... So I'm going to have to sell you a whole new wheel. Yeah. Because I, I can't do this stuff. Okay. Um, and by the time I would cut your old hub out, you know, you're about to just buy a new wheel. Um, but what I think we're going to see our sustained sales because um, of, of all these races the things that kind of start to rev up in the fall i think there'll be a second wave of of uh, outdoor activity of outdoor activity yeah. that may will maybe drive a few more sales but i also think people have just kind of come to the realization that 
the cost of value, like on a three to four thousand dollar bike, and you're gonna ride it for probably for three, if not four seasons, have some maintenance in between, isn't nearly as expensive as buying that eight to nine hundred dollar bike, replacing it to. I mean, yeah, I think that slowly buying a new bike every two years yeah. instead of just. So I think that consciousness of a lot of people has changed in this too is like i'll spend a little more to get something nicer i've been i've been i've had a similar somewhat of a similar approach um and that's spend a little bit more um on the bike that you're going to end up actually riding a lot yeah um, so I've, I've kind of cycled between three or four bikes total that i've had that i've owned at any given time and what happens is you end up riding one of them quite a bit so instead of having four bikes or two bikes or three bikes, have one bike that you really like, that you've set up nicely, that um, that you end up wearing out. Yeah. You know, you, you really feel like you get your money's worth when you wear your bike out from, like, use. I have two main bikes right now, and then a third one that I just kind of used for running around town. Yeah. In years, this is, I've always had five to six bikes. I've tried to ride all the brands that I have, and this year I was just, I couldn't. Um, invariably, I've bought a Rove Steel for myself every year, and I've sold it to a customer because Rove Steel sell out yep. in a normal year. But this year, it's purple. I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to probably keep it for my lifetime. Okay. It's not for sale. <laughs> um, Did you get a sticker for that? Not it's for not sale. for sale. I've actually, people have asked me, and I'm like, it's yeah. not for sale, you know? It's always on the floor. Yeah. It looks, it looks brand new. It's shiny. not for sale. Um, and then I picked up a hey, a, the new model 2020 Hey Hey, and I love that bike, and I could see myself potentially being even buried with it someday. <laughs> um, but I'm, it's not for sale. And yeah. I've it, always bought bikes for me that I knew that I would buy in spring and then ride for the season, sell them off in the fall, and do it again. And I'm pretty content with what I have. I'm going to just be buying parts and doing product reviews because I think I have two of the best bikes on the market right now. Yeah. And then, you know, the other leg of this industry is that we saw a lot of turnover and churn um, at companies. Like you'd be talking to somebody that worked there and all of a sudden they don't work there anymore. Yeah, I saw, I have a few dozen friends in the industry that uh, that got furloughed or they got let go. And it's hard to tell if that's the company or that part of that you know, maybe one brand in that company contracting a bit. Um, I'm interested to see how the economy does as it pertains to the cycling and outdoor industry over the course of the next year or two even, just because there's a lot of variables that could change. Yes. Um, that, that comes into play with, with politics, um, depending on who the policies and how they act on them. Um, and that's you but know also like the one, supply chain. Yeah, you know? you know, and the bike industry's been kind of battered. They had to go through the China tariffs two years ago, you know, and all that got straightened around. Everybody moved their manufacturing. They figured that away. You know, they figured out around the, the China tariffs. Mm-hmm. Um, now we got COVID, and then like you know, like you say, the next thing could be is a a recession or a major recession. Yeah, we're in a we're in a pretty we're in a recession right now. It's it's just a question of how major. That's the thing that we'll really know. Yeah, and I later it, we will. And I I'm that's why I said 
when I st- uh, started the podcast and I used the word funny, it's not necessarily funny. It's odd, but in a very interesting way because um, it it's unlike any time that I've ever been there. I've been through recession before with the shop. I've been through... Um, well, we couldn't get bikes because of China, tar- you know, all this. Because of the tariffs, tariffs a few years and ago. Things and, yeah. You know, we've survived through all of that. Um, and so, you know, for us, what I noticed, the best thing we we do is we just kind of hyper-focus on the mountain bike market. And, um, you, know, you know, we have those products and those accessories that kind of work with that medium we happen to be located in a neighborhood so we get a lot of service from the neighborhood yeah and then plus a lot of good mountain bike service and so um i couldn't do that in years past you had to be much more of a general bike shop and it's been interesting to kind of hyper focus this year yeah that's fun you know working on bikes that you like to ride yeah so that mean all that's kind of changed and i think we're seeing some good trends I do think we'll see, I thought we'd see a few shops not make it, and maybe that's still, I mean, hey, that could be me, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah it's, you know, but I kind of wonder well, I can change where everybody's at and what they're seeing. Um, but, you know, I think there'll be some bike companies that probably, like the smaller stuff that doesn't make it, there'll be some shops that unfortunately don't make it. But, you know, I don't think we're doing as bad as, say, like maybe the restaurant business. And that, that's the same thing we'll have the hindsight to know about. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, this turned out to be one of our longer podcasts, but I think um, we'll, we're going to kind of put a pin in it right here, and we may revisit this uh, this topic, th- you know, a couple more times down the road just to kind of see how the industry's going, but um, it certainly is an interesting time to be in business. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>